You're listening to Transcend Your Dichotomy, the podcast where we explore and expose the illusion that being a successful entrepreneur is at odds with our deepest desires, our truest selves, or the impact we're after. I'm Brooke Monahan, and it's my hope that this podcast will inspire you to let go of what you think you should do and embrace your very own transcendent vision. Today, y'all, we're talking about sustainable business models, but you know me and you know that we're not just going to be talking about the practical elements of sustainable business models and how to create a sustainable business model. We're going to talk about what is underlying this, why you might be keeping yourself in an unsustainable business model and some shifts that you can make to make your business model a little bit more sustainable um, and how you can sort of open the door to a little bit more ease, a little bit more opportunity and be prepared for the, uh, for the money that you are hoping is going to come in that you're working very hard for. I want you to be prepared for it to come through. And, um, I see the same things come up over and over and over again for clients that I work with. Uh, the same sort of thoughts that lead them to create pretty unsustainable business models. And I don't care how much work you do on allowing things to be easier, on breaking old patterns, on approaching your work in a sustainable way. If your business model is unsustainable, then you're still going to have work to do to really get where you want to go. Now, before we get into that, I just want to let you know that I have a whole bunch of shit going on behind the scenes in my own business right now, a whole bunch of things that are changing, including the fact that the training camp, which I just wrapped up enrollment for the fall cohort, the training camp is actually going to be moving into a new format where enrollment is going to be open every month which is really exciting and also really scary because I've never done it before. But as you listen to today's episode, I want you to keep in mind, this is an example of what we're talking about today, because I do not want you, if you are listening to me on this podcast or you found my work somewhere else and you are hearing some of the things that I'm talking about and suddenly you're like, now is the time. I don't want you to have to wait and I don't want to keep the door closed to you. So what is being asked for and what is being called on, uh, what I'm being called on to do is to create a new way of approaching this business where I don't need to make you wait four months to come and work with me. This is an example of not saying no to the opportunity to work with you, not saying saying no to the money, right? This is an example of that. It's not that it's not easy, right? It's not super convenient. Um, and I think that we can get tripped up on this because sometimes when we talk, when we think about like letting things be easier or allowing things to be more sustainable and aligned, we think that that means that like every step of the way we should be making the easy decision. And that's actually not what it means at all. Sometimes setting things up in a way that is going to be sustainable and aligned for you is really fucking hard. It's actually the hardest thing that you can do and figuring it out takes a whole bunch of fucking brain power and it's worth doing for the long-term vision, right? Again, I always talk about vision, truth, trust, and practice. Those are those four pillars that I'm always coming back to. And for me, my vision is I want my work. I mean, 
there's a lot of specifics about my vision, but part of it is like, I want my work to ripple out and reach as many people as possible. And so how can I allow people to walk through the door as soon as they're ready? And I need to figure that out, right? That is what I am being called to do. So that's what I'm figuring out. Um, that was kind of a sidebar, but the reason that I'm telling you about this is I'm not exactly sure when doors will open for this new format of the training camp, but what I can tell you is that if you are on my email list, you're never going to miss a thing. That's always where I am focusing my marketing and where I am uh, kind of letting people know what's going on first. And it is also where you're going to hear about something very exciting that I have coming up, a brand new inventory that you can take. It's going to be totally free, but it's actually going to be a customized inventory that's going to show you where you need to focus first in order for you to start making more sustainable and aligned decisions in your business and actually direct you, uh, point you in the direction of some specific things that you can start to do to make these more sustainable and aligned decisions to transcend your dichotomy, to approach your business in a new way that is not anchored in, right? That false dichotomy of like where you are right now and the way that you've functioned up to this point or this quote, other version, successful version of you. It's not, in, it's not actually um, rooted in either of those. It's rooted in your own internal guidance toward a bigger vision that you have for yourself. And, um, and being actually aligned with what you really want. So if you wanna take that uh, inventory when it comes out, you wanna take the assessment, make sure that you're on my email list. You can go to my website, brooke-monahan.com. And as a reminder, that's M-O-N-A-G-H-A-N.com and scroll to the bottom and put in your email and you will get all of that directly to your inbox. So to kick this conversation off, I have a few questions for you. The questions are, first of all, if someone showed up and said, I absolutely love your work, I am directly in line with all of the stuff that you're talking about, you are the person to help me, I know that you are, you were able to confirm that in fact, yes, you were the person to help them, and they said, and I have $20,000 to give you right now uh, to help me. Would you have any idea how they could give you that $20,000 in exchange for your work? I'm intentionally pausing right now because I want you to think about that. <laughs> the other question is, if you think about how you currently work with people or what you currently offer and somebody buys from you or they join that off, they join that offer, whatever it is, or they buy that product or whatever. And after they're done, they're like, yes, this is my person. This is who I want guiding me moving forward, or I want more from this person. What else can I buy? Do you have something available? If someone says, I don't want to go, I want to keep paying you. Do you have a way for them to do that? And the final question I have for you is I want you to think about your marketing. Think about the way that you're currently marketing your business. So whether that be you're showing up on Instagram, you have an email list, you have a podcast, you're going on other people's podcasts, you're doing speaking, um, you're doing, uh, you have a whole bunch of referrals. I want you to think about like what you 
are hoping to get from that. So best case scenario, what do you wanna see? How many people do you want flowing into your spaces or onto your email list or over to your Instagram? How many people do you want coming into those spaces? And how many of those people do you want to be raising their hand saying, yes, I wanna work with you? Think about that for a second. What are you looking for with your marketing? How many people are you hoping are gonna show up and say, yes, I wanna work with you? Do you have the capacity to handle that many people? Does your business model right now, is it even set up in a way where you could even handle that number of people? Do you know where those people would go? The reason that I ask you these questions is because so many of you are busting your asses trying to get more and more people to come into your spaces and you do not have the setup to handle them when they get there. And I say this with love, but it's the truth. If you heard the episode where I was talking about being the tree, like being a tree, and I'll remind you of this, this is a perfect example. So I like to think about these big, massive, supportive, beautiful trees that are in my neighborhood here in New Orleans. We have these gorgeous, big live oak trees that are just covered in these beautiful ferns and they have Spanish moss growing off of them. And there's all of these different animals that live on these trees, squirrels and birds and all kinds of insects and lizards and just all of this life. Just, you can literally hear them. Like you can hear the life just buzzing off of these trees. And I think about like, how did this tree end up supporting such a massive amount of life? It didn't do it by thinking, how do I get all of these animals and all of this moss and all of these plants and these insects and whatever, how do I, how do I get these to come to me? I need them. And when they come, then I will be able to support them. No, it just grew into the thing that could support all of that right? It didn't think about all of the other bullshit. And the reason that this is relevant to you is because I want you to be thinking about not about what you need, not about what you don't have enough of, not about what's definitely not going to happen, not about what you need to force. But instead, I want you to think about, are you even prepared to handle what you want? What is it that you really want? What do you wish were true? And are you preparing yourself for that? Are you upholding your end of the deal? And if you're out there marketing yourself every single day, hustling, trying to get engagement, hustling, trying to get people to listen to you, hustling, trying to get people to come onto your email list or buy your thing or whatever, are you actually even thinking about, okay, if you are successful in all of this, what are you gonna do with these people? One of the things that I see all the time is this style of, or this business model where you sell like this really inexpensive kind of thing, one-off thing, and you're working so hard to get people to come in and buy that. And now you've convinced these people and now they've worked with you and they've seen how great you are and they actually had this this um, shift as a result of the work that they did with you. And there's no way that they can continue to pay you. 
And so you have to go out and do it all over again. And what I want to see happen is I want to see you keep that door open. I want to see that door wide open where you're inviting people to come in and continue to give you money for your services instead of what you're doing right now, which is you're hustling your ass off to try to get people to come into your spaces and to pay you. And meanwhile, the options that you're giving people for how they can actually do that are so slim that you are like significantly limiting yourself. And included in that is the fact that when one person does decide to pay you, the option for what they're able to pay you is very narrow. So maybe you only have like one offer and it's like, you know, a $300 offer. Like you're, you, (laughs) for the love of God, Stop saying no to anything more than $300. So when you hear this, I already know that some of you are hearing this and you're thinking to yourself, but I don't want to do anything else. This is all that I want to do. I only want to deliver on this $300 offer. Okay, is it really that? Or is it that you are imagining that anyone who's willing to pay you more than $300 is gonna be an asshole and you don't wanna work with them? Because I'm gonna tell you, there are a lot of people who actually are not assholes, who actually you would love to work with, who are gonna pay you a lot more than $300 fucking dollars or $1,000 or even $5,000. So that's a story that you're telling yourself. There are a bunch of these. Here's another story that people tell themselves. Maybe you're telling yourself this story. Check in with yourself as I go through these. Are you telling yourself, my work is like to transition people from one thing to the other, right? So my work is to help people, um, for example, I'm going to help people hear their own voice. I'm going to help people kind of reconnect with themselves and hear their own voice. And once they can do that, they're not going to need me anymore. And then they move on. Okay, maybe, but maybe that's a story that you're telling yourself. Maybe you're not imagining that there's actually somebody out there who like, yeah, they could do it alone, but actually they're going to thrive by having you in their back pocket for an extended period of time. And they're not going to fit in that three month container or whatever it is that you've decided everyone needs to fit in. So then what? Or maybe you're telling yourself like, my work is to help people through this very specific, narrow kind of phase. And once they get through that phase, I'm going to pass them off to somebody else. Okay. I love that idea. And also I know that there are certain people who are going to land in your spaces who that, what you're considering to be a very short phase for them is going to be lifelong work. And you've essentially decided those people, um, don't have the option to continue working with you or to continue paying you. Another one, I can help people in the very beginning of their journey, but beyond that, I don't really have anything to offer them. Beyond that, they should go and find somebody else who specializes in that kind of thing. For some people, this may be true. And also, what about the people who actually, you are exactly the person to help them? Are you really not even going to be open to the idea that maybe you have something to offer people who are further along than you think? Are you really going to continue to let your shit and this story get in the way of even the option of this person continuing to work with you or working with someone who's a little bit further along, who, by the way, if they're a little bit further along, may have more resources, may be able to pay you more, may 
have a little bit less urgency around things and thus have a little bit more time and space to work through things. So if, as I'm talking through this, you're finding yourself getting really resistant to the idea of being open to working with someone on more of an ongoing basis or having an offer where you're charging more money, um, I want you to listen to that resistance and and ask where it's coming from. What are the stories that you're telling yourself about why you can't open the door to an ongoing offer or a higher ticket offer, um, or why you don't wanna work with people who may be willing to pay you that? Is it really that you don't wanna do it? And if it is, then fine, but what actually might be going on there is you may have a whole bunch of stories about what's going to happen when you work with someone who's willing to pay you more money. One of the most common stories that people tell themselves is people who are willing to pay that kind of money are not my ideal client because XYZ reason when really all that's going on is you think that because they have money, they're in control of the situation and get to tell you what to do. And that's not actually how it works. You are still the expert in the situation and you are still the one who calls the shots as far as how your work goes. That's a you thing. That is a story And that is rooted in your own shit around power and money. And you can either hold on to that because it's comfortable for you and continue to hustle your ass off trying to get in three times as many low ticket clients, or you can challenge it, get uncomfortable challenging it and step the fuck up and say yes to a little bit more fucking money. Those are your options. So I'm laying all of these out because I want you to to be very aware of where the things that you're telling yourself, where these this mindset stuff is playing a really big role in you setting your your business up in a way that just mathematically, structurally, um, it's not sustainable for you, right? And. I want you to bring that awareness into the next part of this conversation. So here's what I want you to to think about. The first thing that you need to do is you need to get clear on what the fuck you're doing. You need to know what you're doing. And when I say that, I mean like you need to know what you're creating, what you're building, what impact you're trying to have, who you want to be working with, what you want the structure of that to look like. A lot of you are in this sort of, I'm going to like see where this takes me kind of thing. And you all know, like I am all about taking one step and letting the next thing unfold. I am all about that. I don't think that that's wrong. I'm glad that you're doing that, but I also want you to have your own vision, right? So it's one thing to say, I have this vision and based on this vision that I have, these are what I think the next steps are. Um, but I'm open to changing as I learn more. It's one thing to say that. It's another thing to say, like, I'm just going to do this thing because I think it's what I quote should do. And then I'm just going to see where it leads. And I don't need to worry right now about what I'm building because, um, that's not even, that's not even here yet. Like that's way, that's way off. You don't know how far off it is yet. So what I'm saying is get yourself fucking prepared. So that if the people come, if the opportunity comes, the opportunity knocks, the person shows up with the money, um, you know, the whatever it is that you're looking for, if it comes so that you're prepared for it. So the first thing you need to do is you need to get clear on what you are building, what you're creating, what you want it to look like, 
long-term. Allow yourself to go there. Allow yourself to go long-term. There's this thing that we do where we put up this defense mechanism against even allowing ourselves to access what we want because we're afraid that we're going to be disappointed. And listen, it's not going to fucking fly anymore. If you won't allow yourself to access what you want, you may as well close up fucking shop. I am dead serious because you're the one who's in control of this. And the only reason you're doing this is to build the life that you're after. So what the fuck are you doing? You're really going to just not go there? You need to go there. (laughs) You need to go there. You need to let yourself fucking see it. You need to admit it to yourself. There's all sorts of shit right now that you probably want that you're not even admitting to yourself and you need to admit it to yourself, right? So get clear on what you're building. Get clear on what the options are for how people can work with you. Get clear on what you really want. Do you really want people walking away after they join offer number one or do you want there to be an offer number two? Okay, what the fuck is offer number two then? You need to figure it out so that when people show up, there's somewhere for them to go. And no more of this, well, that's not for right now, that's for later thing. Okay, well, if that's what you're gonna do, then just know that you're intentionally slowing things down. You wanna slow things down? You wanna plan on the fact that it's not gonna happen yet, that this is gonna be way far far off and so you don't need to worry about it right now? Well, guess what? You're not gonna need to worry about it right now because it's not gonna fucking happen because you're not letting it happen because you're not creating it, right? Do you hear me? If the idea of this feels overwhelming to you, then just pause here for a while. Hang out here for a while. This means that for right now, your work is to allow yourself to access what you really want, to admit things to yourself, and also to sit with this business that you're creating, with the impact that you want to have, with what you want this to look like. That's your job right now. You need to figure out what you're doing. If this feels overwhelming to you, you need to slow down here and you need to take the time to let yourself practice saying, I do know what I want. Here's what I do want. And it's not about coming up with answers. It's actually about shifting your focus away from what you don't know, away from this, I don't know what I want, and toward what you do know. You may only know a few things right now, and that is fine. Focus on those things so that you can then start to shift your focus toward what you can actually do right now to move toward those instead of what you can't do, right? Or instead of the reasons why this isn't going to happen yet. So this is the place to start. And this, this may just be an exercise, right? Us talking about business models and us talking about you not saying no to money or you not having that door closed. This may be something that is pointing out to you that, that right here, this vision, this vision uh, focus is the problem. And if it is, then it's playing out in a bunch of other areas that are not just business model. It's playing out in everything. (laughs) And it's going to make your moving forward really unsustainable because you're chasing something that's arbitrary. You're chasing something that's arbitrary. You are hoping for something that you can't even handle. And you don't actually have something guiding what you're, the way that you're moving forward. So all that you have to go on is could and should and supposed to. And that is a surefire way to run yourself into the ground. So for right now, your work is to get clear on your vision, which includes 
Why are you doing this? What are you going to do with the money that you make? What's the impact that you want to have? Who do you want to be working with? What, what do you want to be offering? What do you want your business to look like long-term? How much money do you want to be making? What are the offers that are going to support that? How many people can you support within those offers? You need to know the answers to those questions because again, you need to be the tree, right? You need to grow into the tree. And if you're not even allowing yourself to think about the fact that this is, you're even going to be a fucking tree, then you're not going to allow yourself to grow into it, right? (laughs) So prepare. Now, maybe as you're listening to this, you're hearing me and you're saying, oh, fuck, this thing that I've been putting off, this offer that I know needs to happen, or this person who has told me they want to keep working with me and I said no, because that's not the way that I do things, or I don't have another offer available. Shit, now I need to sit down and I really need to figure out, like, how am I going to move this forward? Because clearly I've been closing myself off to these opportunities, right? So maybe you already have some elements of your vision that you know you need to move forward with. The next thing that you need to do, once you clarify that, right? Once you think about what do I want this to look like? What is the impact that I wanna have? Who are the people that I wanna be working with? What are the offers? How many people are gonna be in those offers? You need to start to look at the stories that you're telling yourself. So again, are you telling yourself, no one needs you beyond a certain point? Uh, Are you telling yourself your ideal client are people who have like no money? Um, And so therefore you can't charge what you want to charge. Are you telling yourself that you're not going to be able to handle it? It's going to be way too overwhelming. Um, You need to ask yourself those questions. Like what are those stories that you're telling yourself? And then you need to look at them and say, is that really true? A surefire way to know that you're bullshitting yourself is to take a look at some of the thoughts that you have about this and say, okay, well, what option does that thought leave me with then? So for example, if I did figure out a way to make that much money, I'd be doing something wrong. Okay, well, that basically only leaves you with one option, which is to like give up on it then, right? At which point I usually ask my clients like, are we giving up on this? Are you, do you really not want to do this? And it's like, no, I really do want to do it. Okay, well then that is where you need to take a closer look and challenge it and say, where is that coming from? Is that really true? And further, it can't be true because there's something within me, deep down within me that I am unwilling to give up on, right? So I either need to give up on that thing or I need to give up on this thought or this idea or this belief and a really good way to you know if that isn't getting you there already to knowing that it's something you need that you need to give up on another really good thing to take a look at is like is that even yours or was that put there by somebody else whose voice are you hearing say that thing and if it's not your voice if it's not something that you came to on your own that you wholeheartedly believe then it can no longer be the thing that is controlling your decision making But if you don't get clear on what those things are that you're telling yourself, like before those stories that I was talking about that people tell themselves to keep themselves in really unsustainable business models, like about what it's gonna be like to work with people who have money or whatever, if you're not clear on what they are and you don't challenge them, they're going to continue to control your behavior. And what they're gonna do is they're going to keep you in a situation that that is just sort of doomed from the get-go because again, you're hustling your ass off and you're not actually preparing for it to work because somewhere deep down, you've decided already that like, 
it shouldn't work because that you have all of this dissonance around the vision that you have and the truths that you're carrying and you need to reconcile those two, right? So then once you do that, the next step is you need to be willing to trust enough to start building what you actually want and building according to your vision instead of just constantly reacting to the thing that's directly in front of you or building according to these bullshit kind of beliefs that you're lugging around that aren't even yours, that aren't even true, that don't, that in no way reconcile with this vision. And so, you know, like for example, for me, I need to put a bunch of fucking work in right now to making, to make the training camp work in such a way where people can join every month. I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know if people are going to want to join every month. I don't know if people are going to be into this new format. But what I do know is that if I don't create it, no one even has the option. So my job right now is to put enough trust in my own vision and in um, my own knowing of what's next and the things that I want and my own kind of keeping that door open to people, right? I need to put enough trust in that to be willing to put in the the effort um, so that I can create it so that there's even an opportunity of it being possible. We're so good at going through steps one and two and then not actually moving forward, going through steps one and two, meaning getting clear on the vision and getting clear on the things that you're telling yourself and trying to make all of those mindset blocks go away before we move forward because we don't really fully believe it yet. You're not going to fully believe it yet. That's not the point. I don't need you to believe it. I just need you to consciously challenge it and consciously know what you want to choose and then put enough trust in what you just consciously came to instead of just running on these autopilot sort of patterns because those are the patterns that have gotten you here and it's totally fucking unsustainable. So you need to put enough trust in your vision and in what you really want to actually move forward instead of saying, well, it won't be worth doing it if people don't show up and I don't have a guarantee that people are going to show up. So therefore I'm not going to do it. Okay. Well, if that's the case again, may as well close up, may as well not do this. You can either trust and, and move forward with actually being the driving force behind what this is that you want to create so that people can join you or you can refuse to trust and stay where you're at. Those are your two options. It's going to be uncomfortable, but you need to do it. You need to trust that if you open yourself up to the opportunity of working with people who are able to pay you more money or working with people in a longer container, if after that initial, say, offer, they decide that they wanna keep working with you, um, you need to trust that those people are out there, that if they're not the right person, you're going to say no, that after you do it a couple of times, you're going to check in and see what needs to change here so that it's actually aligned. Uh, You need to trust that um, if you do this in a way that is really focused on providing the most impact that you can and in a way that is aligned with your vision, that the people who need it will show up. You can't control that part of it. All that you can control is whether or not you're prepared if and when it does happen. And so you need to trust enough to get prepared. And it's really uncomfortable and it's really annoying and it's probably gonna make you kick and scream and cry for a little while, 
but you got to do it. If you keep putting conditions on what would make showing up to your vision worth it, and then you think that something external is going to like deliver those conditions to you to prove to you that yes, you should do it. Um, you're going to be disappointed, right? Again, you need to just be the fucking tree. You need to just grow into the fucking tree. You need to uphold your end of the deal, which is creating this thing, creating the containers that people can move into, creating an option for people to give you the money that you are wanting, Um, creating a business that can handle what you are asking for right? You need to create that first. And where that starts is getting clear on what you really want and getting clear on what you're telling yourself about whether or not that can actually happen and getting clear on where this is your own bullshit so that you can challenge it and move forward differently into something that's more sustainable. So a few things that I want you to think about to take away from today, I want you to think about what is currently your highest ticket offer And what if someone showed up and wanted to pay you like two, three, five times that much? What would you do? And just think about that. You don't need to create a sales page. You don't need to have an official offer. But I do think that it's a good idea to start to think about like if that did come up, do you have something available, right? What would you say in return? Think about that. What would that offer look like? Um, I also want you to think about if someone continued, completed working with you and the current offers that you have, um, or if someone bought a product from you and after that, after buying, continuing, I'm sorry, after completing that offer or buying that product, if they want to continue working with you and continue giving you money, how can you open that door, right? For the people who are right, how can you open that door? And the other thing that I want you to think about is... How can you set your business up in a way that you could actually handle what you're asking for right now in terms of the people who you are hoping are going to come into your spaces? So think about the number of clients that you want to be serving at a time and think about the number of clients that you are like wishing would come walk through the door. What's the difference there? If you were actually successful with all this marketing that you're doing and those people showed up, what would you do with them and how can you prepare? And then I need you to think about the resistance that you're having to those three questions. And where is that resistance coming from? And what can it point you to that's deeper, that's actually your shit that you need to challenge so that you can move forward differently in a way that is actually sustainable for you and so that you can take that door that is currently just cracked open and just open it all the way so that you're prepared and you're upholding your end of the deal and not keeping yourself held a hostage in a totally unsustainable business model. If you enjoyed this episode, send it to someone that you know needs to hear it. Again, go over to my website, brooke-monahan, M-O-N-A-G-H-A-N.com. Get on my email list so that you hear about when the training camp is on this new format. And also you're able to take the inventory that's going to show you where you need to focus along vision, truth, trust, and practice Um, that will come right to your inbox. I appreciate you so much for being here. And also a rating and a review on iTunes goes a long way. Apple Podcasts, actually. There we go. Goes a long way. Thank you so much. 
Transcender Dichotomy is a production of Passion and Process Collaborative, LLC. The podcast is produced by me, Brooke Monahan, with post-production and marketing support from Alex Henderson. If you want to support me in the show, the best way to do that is to subscribe, leave a rating and a review, and share with someone who you know needs to hear it. To take the free Circumventing Should DIY workshop and start getting my newsletter where I drop all of my best work, go to brooke-monahan.com. That's M-O-N-A-G-H-A-N. Love y'all. See you next week.